and learns the Joker, and here we go. Movie Mayhem, the show I, where we talk about movies. Yes, we, including that's me, DJ Mogo, and, DJ, and the guy who just spoke was DJ Tomcat. The, this is episode four, and we're going to talk about episode two of Star Trek. Yes. Star, <laughs> of Star Wars. Uh, sorry, we've been on a little hiatus. That was mainly my fault because I was in a musical, which took up like six days out of seven of my life for the past six weeks so i unfortunately did not have time to actually sit down and talk to anybody for this for like at least an hour so fortunately i couldn't do a podcast but we are back and that we decided we need to at least finish the star wars series before we uh, graduate for the semester Ain't that yeah. right? yes so today episode two star wars episode two attack of the clones right yes yes so I guess let's start with your opinion of it. <laughs> so this is an interesting film, you know, like that I feel like is at least on par with uh, Phantom Menace. Uh, some things aren't done, I think, a little bit better. Um, others can kind of be debated but overall, I think that this is kind of on par with uh, Phantom Menace. It's a good film, but there's a lot of potential that could have been improved. Yes, I agree. I was watching it, and I, you know, the last time, if you guys didn't listen to the uh, other episode about episode one, I gave it about three out of five. You know, like I said, it was fine, but I still wasn't, uh, you know, amazed or, you know, thrown aback. But this one, I still give it three out of five. Like I say, like you were saying, you know, there were some impressive parts. Some stuff could have been worked on again. <laughs> um, and this was the introduction of Anakin Skywalker as a man. Uh, What's the actor's name? Not Hayden here. Christensen. Thank you. Yes, Hayden Christensen. I think this was like his first feature film back when it came out, you know? So, and so the story itself, I know that was kind of a segue into, you know, him becoming, what's what's her name? Uh, Queen Padme. Uh, um, Padme. Yes. Um, yes. I don't know if I won't say that. We'll talk about spoilers later. Yeah. But so, sorry about that. But I know this was a segue that goes into three as well and everything. So, but the movie itself, um, I still, yeah, like I said, I give it three out of five. There were some corny parts. There were some uh, parts that were a little bit better than Phantom Menace. But like you said, it's kind of on par with it. Yeah. I, um, so I was trying to, you know, other, we'll talk about the scenes later. But yeah, I mean, it was an okay film. I'm trying to decide if I still I was thinking about some of the fighting sequences and everything with that. I think there were a couple more that were a little bit better in this one. Yeah, I definitely say that uh, the 
fight choreography, uh, the creativity of uh, the battle scenes from lightsaber battles mm-hmm. to uh, all the uh, flights, the fights in space, right. were all uh, creatively done more. And I think that the technology, you know, if you look at episode one versus episode three, uh, which will get you later, but uh, the technology starts to improve. Uh, And I feel like Lucas's vision of what uh, the technology and the fight scene should be uh, improves along with uh, the visual effects. Yes, and uh, obviously if you have seen it, you know... All of all of it, it's like what ninety percent of it is CGI. Yeah, and, you know maybe ninety five percent. I haven't looked at like behind the scenes or anything, but you know you probably can guess a lot of it was uh, green screen, and yes. <laughs> even you know even some of the fighting sequences. So you know it makes me wonder exactly. Well, I know that you know it's what each uh, movie was what two and a half hours. So yeah, it makes me wonder exactly where you know how much was on green screen if there was any actually just like on a set at all there were some practical effects i've seen uh i've looked at behind the scenes pictures Mm -hmm. and uh there aren't practical effects Mm -hmm. uh which are used well but sometimes i feel like maybe could have been used a little bit more i get that you know, like especially with some of these uh, worlds that you have to use CGI, you have to use green screen, but right. there are some things that were CGI that I thought that could have easily been done with practical effect. Yeah, I feel that way about CGI in general. I know it's, I think, you know, obviously you could do a lot more with CGI, um, especially with, if someone has a vision of doing something, but... If you think back to older movies, I mean, think of the original Star Wars that came out. They did so much before CGI was a thing, you know, because actors actually had to work. They had to make stuff move. There were people doing things, you know, yeah, making things work. So me personally, like I said, I'm not a big fan of CGI because I think sometimes in a certain scene, it can be it's it's used easily or, you know, they don't want to put in the extra work to make it look more real. But, and yes, I definitely saw this. Uh, so far, I've seen this in the episodes of Star Wars. However, it, it does take away from stuff, but not the whole movie, you know, because some stuff is actually cool, like you said. But, so, but yes, so we'll, we'll, we'll talk about more scenes with that later during our spoiler alert. If you haven't seen episode two, which was, what what'd you say it was, 17 years? Uh, Yeah, 17 years. years. Yes. <laughs> Um, so what do we think of the actors? Uh, let's start with, what's his name again? Hayden, Hayden Christensen. Christensen. I yes. think that uh, he kind of gets a bad rap for uh, his performance as Anakin. You know, I feel like he did the best that he could with the material that he was given. I think ultimately like some of that is just due to Lucas's direction, uh, the dialogue can feel wooden, but that doesn't mean that he gives 
a bad performance. Uh, if you look at it from certain perspectives of where Anakin is as a character, you know, like, I can say, okay, that justifies it. So me, like I said, this, I, I haven't really seen him in anything else, though, uh, Hayden Christensen. So this as an introduction to him, I mean, because he already had probably big, kind of, not, I don't want to say big shoes. To, well, I guess he had big shoes to fill because if you haven't seen it, you, well, you, we'll talk about it later. But, you know, it, also there was episode one where the actor who played the little boy. Jake Lloyd. Jake Lloyd, yes. Um, you know, he, if you guys haven't heard, we talked about it last time, but um, he didn't he decided to quit movies because of the bad rap he got for playing little Anakin Skywalker. Yeah. So hey so like I said, so I guess it was kinda of a bit of tough shoes for anyone to fill. Yeah. In that aspect. So but me personally, like and like you said, it was mainly because of the dialogue that he was given, you know, and the role he was chosen to do. So I do agree. It's not that, you know, he, he was bad, he just he was probably working with what he had. Yeah. And everything. And and I keep thinking, you know, there's probably a lot of pressure, too. He was with some big-name people, uh, Ewan McGregor, yeah. Natalie Portman, uh, what, Sam Jackson, uh, Yoda, you know? So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes. So there's a lot of pressure. Um, me personally, I, I, I don't know. Well, I guess we could talk about it. Just me personally, I... The character, his character story, I think there could have been some things done differently. Yeah. In my opinion, you know what I mean? Um, and I get why there were certain things done. You know, like you said, it just justifies it. We'll talk about that in the spoiler section again, as usual, because <laughs> I don't want to talk about it too much. But me personally, I think there were a couple of things that could have been done differently with his character. Yeah. But, but, um, so, yeah. So, who's the next one? What is his name? Ewan McGregor? Yeah. He's uh, He became a little uh, older, wiser. Grew up beyond? Yes, grew a beard, yes. <laughs> um He's the, he's now um, if you guys I don't know if, well see now I don't know if I could talk about stuff because we we're not in the spoiler section yet but uh, as an actor I liked him in it um so I haven't had any problems with it like I said it, he's he's you know he's done God knows how many movies so yeah. you, so people know him and he works with what he has too so yeah I liked him as a you know I think he was doing a fine job yeah and I think he did a good job of really um. You know, especially following Alec Guinness is right. not an easy thing, but I saw, I felt like he was, you know, like I didn't see him as Ian McGregor. I saw him as, you know, like a young Alec Guinness, a young mm -hmm. Obi Wan. Yeah. Yes. Which is, like you said, probably is also a big thing to feel. But no, he did a, yeah, he did a good job so far. Like I said, until we talk about episode three, maybe my opinion will change. Who knows? But uh, yeah, so far he's doing well. Uh, what did we say? Natalie Portman. I, you know, I, me personally, I still, I, but you know, I, I keep forgetting these were like his, her, this was her earlier films, you know? Yeah. So she was still kind of starting out with things. She was still a young actress and everything. I personally still liked her performance more as the queen, um, you know, in episode one. Yeah. You know, in that kind of aspect. But, uh, to kind of counter, I feel like she was given a lot more to do. Yes, she in was in this film. She was yes, and 
I'm not. Um, I should clarify. I don't say I didn't. I don't mean I disliked her in this one. I just liked her more as the queen in the first one. Yeah. So, but yes, she had a lot more for reasons given. But yes, she. From yeah, from what she has, like I said, I don't think anyone really just was bad. Bad. You know what I mean? Yeah. I th- I liked them all. So just nothing impressive to me. But that's just my opinion. <laughs> Maybe I'm being too cruel. What do you think? Uh. <laughs> No, you're not. <laughs> um, oh, and, you know, surprise, Jar Jar Binks. He was a little bit more tame this episode. Yeah. Uh, when I was... That's not no, okay. uh, <laughs> no, when I was watching it, uh, and, like, Padme basically, uh, you know, says, oh, you'll do fine. Like, right. she basically told him to shut, shut up. up. I know. Like, <laughs> and he did for, like, the rest of the film, really. He wasn't even, he wasn't the same Jar Jar Binks as the first episode, you know? Yep, so uh, give points to uh, George Lucas for uh, improving on that. I wonder if he was just feedback from that. That's funny, because I was expecting him. As soon as I saw him, I was like, oh, here we go. And he was just so adult. Of, you know? And like you said, that one scene, you'll do fine, Yeah, Jar Jar. Goodbye. It's so funny. That was funny. So especially after we talked about him in episode one. <laughs> so that was good. So uh, anything with the music that you liked? Uh, same music for me. So, uh, but yeah. I did enjoy. Uh, it, John Williams is always incredible, mm-hmm. and like there were, I can like there were certain tracks uh, that I really uh, enjoyed. Yeah. Uh, are there any that stood out for you? The oh, well, see, I think, I, uh, but it's been used throughout the whole uh, uh, series, whatnot. There's um, uh, I forgot the name of it, of course. Uh, you guys would think I'm actually 75 years old the way my memory is, but um, I'm not. I swear. <laughs> um, <laughs> the um, it go. Uh, what is it? It goes um, dun dun dun. Doom, 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 yeah. doom. What is that one? What's the name of it? Uh, no, I'm blanking on the name. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. So well, I'm sorry, folks. Is we it... are actually 65. I'm sorry, but yes, no. The um, you if you guys know what I mean. That's always been my favorite. I don't know why I really like that one. It's just it it builds intensity for a lot of things. Um, Wait, isn't uh when Padme and Tankin are together? That one. Oh no, it was it was. If you, you you have to look at the trailer too to see. The first time I heard it was during a trailer for like oh, okay. episode three. My favorite uh, track, no like. Mm-hmm. So John Williams does a really great job with, you know, like these epic fanfares, but also these quiet moments. Uh, mm-hmm. So. Across the Stars, uh, which is the love theme for Anakin and Padme. And, you know, like, it's just so well done. And, you know, like, if... And I think really adds and, like, improves to the performances. You know, like, if you take out the dialogue in Anakin and Padme's uh, scenes mm-hmm. and you know, like just have the music and the facial expressions. It's fantastic. Yes, I agree. Yes, um, the music. I feel that it's very. Um, is it? So was what you what was it called? 
Across, Across the, the stars. stars. Yes, that one. No, that one did stand out to me. I kind of, oh, I wish I could remember that one, but you know which one I'm talking about. Yeah. So, but that one, yeah, yes. Um, but no, the music throughout the whole thing, like I said, nothing really bothered me. So, but that, but that one has always been my favorite. So, but no, he's very good, John Williams, um, picking music and all that kind of stuff. So it's no good soundtrack. Yeah. Did you do you actually have the soundtrack? Yeah. No, like actually personally downloaded it your own. Oh, so. I have uh, Apple Music. Oh, so okay, yeah, I got you. Oh, no, I just wondered if you like actually bought the soundtrack, <laughs> like on your own and everything. So uh, I still, I'm still trying. If you guys listened to the last episode, I'm still trying to um, start the trend of being a Star Warnian, but no one else is copping on the bandwagon. So hashtag Star Warnian. <laughs> yes. If you guys try that, if you listen to our episode, see if you hashtag it, see if people like it. So far, no one's going on it, but I'm still, I'm still doing it. We, if you know, Star Trek can get Trekkies, we should be Star Warnians. That's just my opinion, no. <laughs> so, but I like, it. but yes, the um, oh yeah. So that was about the music. What time are we at now? What are we at? Hold on, we're at seventeen minutes. So we got something more to talk about before we get into spoilers. Um, as the just in the general overall of the storyline itself, you know, if, if transitioning from episode one to two to three. I keep thinking about, because I know what's already actually going to happen in episode yeah. three, so, you know, I keep that in mind. So, but like I was saying before, I understand why certain things happened the way it was, which we'll talk about later. But I still feel, I don't know, I just feel like there could have been just a lot, a few more things that just could have been done differently, you know? Maybe that could have given me a four out of five stars, but I still didn't feel all that excited or, you know, oh my goodness gracious yeah. about the film. You know, I feel like... Especially now with the technology he has, and I understand, but he used it to his advantage, you know, with the um, fights and, like you said, the f- uh, flying in space and everything else. But yeah, the the storyline the storyline story was just a little weaker than the CGI part. I me. can understand that. Um, I will say that uh, without getting into spoilers, that this, I think does a bit of a better job than Phantom Menace in terms of kind of expanding on the mythology of the Sith in some ways that is really done well in Episode 3. That, no, like, there's almost this, like, conspiracy theory where... You know, like, some people see that the Sith, you know, like, aren't still around, they're uh, involved, while others can't. So, like, I think that aspect of mystery is done really well. Yes, yes, I do agree. Um, Spoiler alert for me, episode three has been my favorite out of the ones I've seen, so uh, we'll talk about that, though. Later, that out of the episodes one, two, and three, that one has been my favorite from what I saw. But we'll talk about that later. But in the meantime, we, uh, as you like I said before, we have to take a little break, we have to say hello to our advertisers and whatnot. So then we'll get to talk about spoilers and talk about whatever we want now. So we'll be right back in a couple of moments. Uh, don't go away, guys. Bringing it home back to the roots on WFSE 88.9 on Friday, 6 to 8 p.m. Classic to modern bluegrass that gets your foot a-tapping. 
For your slice of Americana, tune in to Bringing It Home. The programming on WFSE is underwritten by Bonnell's Auto Group, featuring collision services in Erie and Fairview, auto glass replacement and repair in Fairview, auto sales in Erie and Fairview, and full rod shop services and restoration in Fairview. Information on each service is on the web at bonnellsauto.com. The Edinburgh Sports Network provides live coverage of Fighting Scots Sports on the campus radio station 88.9 WFSE, streaming live at edinburghnow.com and available on mobile devices via TuneIn Radio and Nobex Radio. This game broadcast is supported in part by Bonnell's Auto Group, including Bonnell's Collision in Erie and Fairview, Bonnell's Auto Glass in Fairview, Bonnell's Auto Services in Erie and Fairview, and Bonnell's Rod Shop in Fairview. Information on each service is on the web at bonnellsauto.com. You can hear anything from country to rap covering love and breakup songs on Love's Heartbreak, Fridays from 5 to 6 p.m. Tune in for your weekly Love's Heartbreak. Listen on air or online at edinburghnow.com. Okay, we are back. Thank you for that little, for staying with us during that little break. Uh, hopefully, you guys will uh, use those sponsors to your advantage. Yes. Okay. So now let's talk about spoilers. Now that I can actually talk about things um, <laughs> with it. So I want to talk about the character of Anakin. Uh, what he says. So he's a little. Yeah. You know, I, I won't curse, but he's a little rude. Sob sometimes <laughs> he has a little attitude, but uh, he talks back to a little too much. But um, so now this is what I mean about the character development. Now see, um, and I get why probably why because well now I can't talk about episode three, but I think there's there is a reason why they had him like this for it. But me personally, I I don't know. I felt that they could have done something better with him, or just I don't know. I don't know even know how to explain it, but I just yeah. There's something just off for me. Yeah, with the uh, rudeness, I mm. kind of feel like, in part, uh, Anakin doesn't know how to deal with these feelings because, mm -hmm. you know, the Jai Code, you know, like, essentially have no emotion, you know, right. and, you know, like, uh, Obi-Wan is... Not that he's a bad master, but he doesn't know how to be kind of this master and uh, teacher. So, like, uh, his, you know, like, uh, belittling the Vanakin in front of Padme, I think, really drives that wedge. And, like, part of the development is... Uh, him realizing that he's doing this. Yeah. Um, and, you know, like, I know there are certain things that, that had to get done, you know, to because, and also to keep in mind, he has grown up without his mother, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, it's what, what did they say? It was about 10 years? Yeah, 10 years. Since the, in the storyline anyway. Um, so, you know, if he was just, he was just raised by uh, Obi-Wan, kind of in a way, you know? Yeah, and um, so you know, you didn't really have, uh, and so you know, you kind of have to keep that in mind. You know, the only thing, and they also say what well, Jedi's are not supposed to have emotions. 
Is that right or not? Uh, romantic attachments. Romantic attachments, yes. So, boot segue into you know his relationship <laughs> with um, what's his name? Pat. Padme. Padme. Thank you. Padme. I keep wanting to say Padma. It's Padme. But um, so when now I found that funny because it was like this was the first girl he ever saw in his entire life and when he came back he was just like a torny teenage boy all of a sudden when he first saw her again yeah you know because he like he he was like he got sprung you know after when he first came back and saw her he was yeah he was already in love which i thought was funny because <laughs> it was like well dang wow that that i wasn't expecting it to to turn that fast i guess i should say yeah and you no know, like um I think Padme, you know, I also had feelings for Anakin, uh, you know, like, and, like, she's, you know, like, wrestling with it because, you know, like, it's Romeo and Juliet, you know, like, they're not allowed to be together. Yeah, see, see, I, I kind of, I got that more like towards the end after, you know, during the middle. But like their first encounter in this one, anyway, I didn't feel that she, she liked him. Only it was until after she hung out with him, yes, she started to yeah. develop feelings. And you know, like after what one, two days of being with each other, they fell in love. Well, yeah, so that made sense to me. But <laughs> sorry, <laughs> but um, uh, but so me personally, like I see, I didn't get that she did like him at first because you know she. I think she explained she hadn't seen him and et cetera, et cetera. So for me, it felt always one-sided until later on. And then I was like, till I understand why this, why this happened now. I don't know if this was supposed to be more of a love story than anything else. If that was the main goal for it. Yeah. I feel like it was, um, one thing that I kind of have. So Anakin, no, like, is like powerful you know like mm -hmm. obi-wan says that like he's like even more powerful than master yoda mm -hmm. in some respects right and but i feel like anakin doesn't know like how powerful he is so like he might be i think without doing so kind of mind tricking padme without so? him realizing oh hmm no, okay, no, in episode two, remember, he kept talking about dreams of his mother. Yeah. You know, about her being uh, tortured and whatnot, and, you know, found out that she was uh, kidnapped and died. So he does have, you know, psychic abilities yeah. in that aspect. So, and I, huh, you could be right, maybe. And I didn't even think of it that way. That's an interesting theory. What made you think of that? Uh, just something that kind of uh, came to mind. Hmm, Okay. All right, I like that. All right, so mind tricking her, huh? Okay. There but no, I feel like no, like they both have romantic feelings, feelings for, for each, each other. other. Yes, but, but I, yeah, the mind tricking uh, was almost like I think a push for both of them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. In that direction. Right, and you know, here's my thing. I think these, I just didn't like that the relationships happened too fast personally yeah. and also like his relationship with the chancellor anakin's relationship with chancellor that like for me that all of a sudden came out of nowhere you know because they talked about how in this episode too in episode two that they were close and whatnot i was like oh okay 
that happened. But I keep thinking, all right, so it's been 10 years, so we obviously don't know everything that's happened. Yeah, I've read uh, little bits of the uh, comics now concerning canon, mm-hmm. and uh, there is a bit more uh, development with Anakin and Chancellor Palpatine. Yes, okay. And, you know, I keep thinking, well, you know, if they're trying to keep it an arc of three episodes, they kind of have to start that. It's just, yeah, for me, like, just some relationships happened a little too fast for my, for my taste. But, um... Yeah. So, uh, getting into assa- the assassination attempt on Padme. I liked that scene. Man, that was thrilling. Yeah. I don't know what those freaking centipede squids were, but that was freaky. I was out. I, I kind of wanted to see what they were going to do to her, but I'm glad nothing happened. But um, that was, yeah, that was scary. And then I also, the, I, was, I made a particular note. I did like how... Obi-Wan jumped out the window and started, you know, grabbing onto the machine that transported those things. Yeah, that was uh, really fun. Yeah, I didn't. I'll see. So that's why so I did enjoy that one. Um, and I was like, well, Dad, he didn't waste no time. He just jumped out the window and got that <laughs> thing. That was impressive. Yeah, and <laughs> it also uh, shows how impressive of a Pilots and kids. Yes, that's true. Yeah, because he um he said uh, that. So I do like that one. He just jumped out of it and said, "I'll be right back." And he was like, "Oh, that's cool." So I'll give him credit for that one. That was yeah. My I did enjoy that scene. Um, I was trying to think. Um, and the so the bar scene. Uh, so now I finally get this meme about the death sticks. You know. Do you want to recreate? <laughs> Okay, sure. Hold on. I'll be uh, Obi Wan. <laughs> you be the uh, guy. Hold on. Let me see if I can remember the. Uh, hold on. All right. You want to buy some death sticks? You don't want to sell me death sticks. I don't want to sell you death sticks. You want to go home and rethink your life. I want to go home and rethink my life. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. I was like, what the hell? That was very funny. <laughs> yeah. So that. So, but credit to that. Yeah, it was. Um, so there was, a, I think there there were a lot more funny parts in this one I found in episode one. Um, so yeah, <laughs> that was and uh, when the bounty hunter was assassinated by mm-hmm. who we now know is Django Fett. Fett yes. uh, Anakin goes off with Padme. Obi Wan uh, starts uh, following this. Mm-hmm. Yes. And add to that effect, I'm sorry, this is probably the last thing I'm going to talk about it, but um, uh, the one point that I wrote down was, like I said, um, Anakin was like a horny teenage boy, but uh, there was this one scene, he was with Padme, and um, he said uh, he said something like, everything is so soft and smooth. <laughs> it cracked me up, I don't know why, I was like, damn, Anakin? It was like, he got gay. <laughs> he was like, it was like, everything's so soft and smooth. I was like, all right, bro, I ain't, I'm, stri- I'm straight, but, I, you know, yeah. You kind of got me on that one, <laughs> bro. <laughs> so, but anyway, so the separate storyline. So, yeah, so they separated. Um, Anakin had to go protect Padme because she was still being attacked. And what's his name? Obi-Wan went to find, yeah, went to find the assassin, the, the actual Yep, and uh, starring at uh, Dexter's Diner, mm-hmm. which uh, I sincerely uh, hope that Disney actually uh, builds Dexter's Diner. Diner. Oh, they, well, yeah. I mean, as long as no one has a, you know, stick yeah. up their butt about it. Also, yeah. I 
probably like my favorite like character who is kind of unexpected is the Jedi librarian. You liked her? Yeah. Why, Why is that? Uh, she kind of has a little bit of sass. Sass, yes. That, okay, yes. Uh, so uh, I'll say this much: when she was like, I kind of did get that. If you guys, yeah, you know, I mean, we're talking about spoilers. So when he was looking for that, was it planet or in yeah. the in the archives? And she said something to the effect of, "If it's not in the archives, it doesn't exist." And I was like, "Okay, someone erased that." But I see what yeah. you mean. Yes, she said something to that effect. But yes. She was like, and she, but she, I do get what you mean. She was like, it doesn't exist, and I don't want to talk about this ever again. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I get what you mean. Yes, there is a okay. So I want to talk about these, um, ah, these uh, uh the robots, um, uh, droids, droids. Thank you. Yes, um, they is it just me or are they kind of weak? You mean the battle droids? Yes, the battle droids. Is yeah. It just me? Yeah, then um, then weak. Okay, good. I thought it was just me because I was like, they they have they have some funny dialogues, you know. They have some like quick quips. But I mean, if that's, but if they're if they're uh, if their quips were more powerful, they would be you know unstoppable <laughs> fighting <laughs> force. But the only thing they had were guns, and I was like, you know, yeah, of course they can get a few shots in, but they seem very easy to kill. Yes, yeah. but. That's just me. I was just like, maybe that's just me. I don't know. Yeah. So uh, Obi Wan finds the uh, planet mm-hmm. uh, through Master Yoda. Yoda, yes. And goes to Camino, where it is uh, cloudy and raining twenty four seven. So yeah. pretty much unbow. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome <laughs> to Edinburgh, Yes. And yeah. So I mean, it, yeah. So I mean, even like I remember this one scene where he first arrived there. He put it on the hood. I was like, dude, you're already soaking wet. What's the point of the hood? But anyway, yeah. that was it. So, but yeah. So he discovered these clones, and for a second, you know, he and I, I did like this storyline. You know that this was the that this these clones started for a former Jedi. Yeah. You know, uh, Saifu Diaz. Yes. And for a second, I was like, and I and I, I kind of got excited because I thought. I thought it was him, but then, I, like a quick second, I was like, "No, that's not him," because I remembered his name. Um, I thought they were going to say that that was from uh, Liam Neeson's character in Episode One for some reason. Yeah, because Qui Gon. But I was like, "No, that's Qui Gon." I kind of got excited. I was like, "Oh wow, now that's interesting." And I said, "No, never mind. His name is Qui Gon. Forget it." So I thought, <laughs> you know, I was like, "This is someone that we've never seen or heard of before." From episode one, anyway. So I thought that that would have been a more interesting twist, but I still like the twist that, you know, this was done by someone. They didn't know that they did this, you know? So I like that. I did like that that uh, storyline arc there going on. So anyway, he sees all these clones and developing and everything. So here's, I guess here's my situation now. So, well, this kind of goes into episode three, too. So no, uh, but anyway, the guy that they... Cloned. What was his name? Django. Django, thank you. What? Well, what did you think of him as the character? I thought that uh, he did kind of this good job. Mm-hmm. You know, like, he's, from his perspective, he's kind of this just working class guy. You yeah. know, like, he's a bounty hunter, just uh, doing what he's uh, supposed to do for money to take care of his son. Yeah. Yes, I did like their battle between him and Obi Wan. That was kind of cool. 
Yeah, and you know, like uh, seeing, I think the ship is called Slav One, um, or Slave One. Yeah, Slave One. Mm -hmm. uh, no, like seeing uh, that, and no, I'm not sure if it's the same ship that uh, Boba gets in Empire Strikes Back, but uh, well, like I liked out. that connection. We can find out. Once we watch that one, or talk about that one, yeah, that'll be something to look for, look up, and then we can talk about it in that episode. <laughs> but yeah, so um, and then is it his son? Is it Boba Fett? No, Boba. Boba. Thank you. So yes, and his son. I thought I didn't like his son. His son had that little mean look on his face during that whole time. I was like, oh crap, he's gonna be in, like trouble. Yeah, coming up, <laughs> and then you know, so you know, when they were having the battle, the son was, you know, he wasn't saying this, but you know, he was so excited. He's like, "Yay, daddy, kill him! Yay!" <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> um, moving on. So, but that was, so that was, yes, so that was an issue, and I get, and I couldn't understand why it was, you know, why why this story had to happen with Clone Wars. So I was like, okay, so whatever. But so, what did you think it was? Did you th did you think it was like an equal story between? you know, the Clone Wars and Anakin and Padme, or do you think one was more than the other, or do you think... I feel like they were uh, pretty well-balanced, mm -hmm. and, you know, like, there's this air of mystery where you're not getting all of the answers or the answers that you're getting. You're wondering, could this be true? Could this right. be a legend? Mm -hmm. Right. They did go back to address the mother part of it. So, because after the episode one, I thought we were never going to hear from her again or something. Yeah. And um, no, like the moments where you see Anakin riding on that speeding bike mm -hmm. while Duel the Fates is playing yes. in the sunset, that is a great moment. Yeah, it is. Yes. And the when uh, Shmi dies, you know, like mm -hmm. his reaction. You know, like in killing the Tuscan Raiders, I uh, think that was like well done. Like you mm -hmm. starting to see the seeds of darkness. Darkness going in, yeah. And like his reaction when he's talking to Padme, I know that line, you know, like has been uh, criticized, but you no, know, like he doesn't know how to feel about it. Right. That's yeah. No, so, he's conflicted. Yeah, and and I think if, if you if, indulge me, but I think mm. it's also that goes back to my point about him kind of not being raised, you know, by his mom. Yeah, you know, and in that moment, you know, when he dies or whatnot, you know, because he's conflicted. You know, when when you're a kid, you know, growing up, you're conflicted about something. Your parents are the one who helps you, you know, tell you the emotions, kind of thing, you know, yeah. or how things are supposed to go and whatnot. So. It's like when, you know, even though that was that was kind of the start of his, you know, the dark seeds going into his mind and whatnot, you know, it was when his mother died. So if you, you kind of, I don't know if you get what I mean, but, you know, when his mom died, you know, he was he grew up without her, so he didn't really have anyone either besides Obi-Wan. But yeah. he still had all these emotions that, it to me, he felt, I felt that he couldn't talk to Obi-Wan about, you know. Some things you just have to talk to your parents about or parents have to be there for you. Yeah. So, you know, with her dying, it was kind of like, well, he may not ever get that because, like, because he, because, you know, she's died. So now he's just left with all these confusing emotions he doesn't know what to do with. But I did like that, you know, that segue because, you know, he 
killed them all, and he was and uh, and so and you could tell that you could see the um, the bat the inner battle with himself. You know, yeah, he felt he felt justified, but he felt guilty, and it was very yeah confusing. And apparently, that's what made uh, Padme fall in love with him. Fall, <laughs> that's what made her fall <laughs> in love with him. So, whatnot. Um, and well, okay, well, continue with the storyline. So from there. Um, then we found out what is it, uh, Dooku? Yes, uh, planes by uh, Christopher Lee, Lee, who was uh, Saruman in Lords of the Rings and yes. The Hobbit. Uh, he was also um, trying to, he was the enemy of uh, Dracula and like all those, he was uh, Van Helsing. Van Helsing. Oh yeah, yes. yeah. So okay. Yeah, so absolute right. uh, legend. Yes, and uh, he just adds this gravitas, mm-hmm. uh, and you know, like kind of going back to uh, the chasing between uh, Obi Wan and Django. Mm-hmm. You no, know, yeah. in the asteroid fields, and yeah, I. Right have to give credit to the uh, visual effects Mm -hmm. and especially uh, sound mixing and sound design because, you know, like, when you see, like, Yeah, right, (laughs) yes. uh, You know, like, uh, that, like, delayed explosion, like, to me was so cool. Mm -hmm. This one, they definitely... They definitely expanded more on the battles and whatnot, so I did appreciate that one more, you know, this in this episode anyway. Um, you, I, I, there's a lot, yeah. There's a lot more fighting sequences, a lot more stuff that it, it did make it cooler. So that's why. So that so I did like this one a little bit more better than the first one, and like I said before, I like three better than all of them. But so I guess it just gradually built up to a lot of things. Yeah. On there. So now, um, now here's my thing though, Dooku. He wasn't in episode one, right? No. So that's that. That's what I mean about another thing about this storyline. It was just so weird because he came out of nowhere. Yeah. Like you know, I would have liked if he was, you know, if in episode one, then we saw that he was doing this behind the scenes in episode two. Because all of a sudden, to me, it was just like, oh, so he's just some random evil guy. But apparently, he was a Jedi too. So I was like, okay. That I just I just thought there could have been. Even though yes, he not that he didn't do the role bad. He was a nice villain. Or he was a cool yeah. villain. But I just was like, oh, okay. He just came out of nowhere. I agree. But, you know. Uh, also, like you see him starting to kind of uh, plant the seeds of doubt in Obi Wan's mind. Mm-hmm. Yes. Where, right. You know, like about the role of the Sith. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, like infiltrating the Republic. Yeah. And you know, it all leads up to the arena scene. On Geonosis. Yes. Did you like that scene? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you all should see him right now. He's just like on the edge of his seat like, yeah, so let's talk about this scene now. All right, I'll let you talk about it, Tom. So, hey, DJ Tomcat, go ahead. <laughs> so you have in the tradition of Star Wars, uh, these uh, beasts who want to come in. It's like a Roman gladiator in battle. Mm-hmm. And you know, like you see, uh, Padme, uh, 
Obi-Wan and Anakin uh, chained up. Yes. And, you know, like, Padme frees herself. And one of my favorite lines from Obi-Wan is, uh, I think it's like, she's on top of things. She yes, was literally on top, top of, of the, the column. column. Yes, right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Obi-Wan has a great sense of humor and this dry wit <laughs> that yeah. uh, I have kind of inherited yeah. from him. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> now nah, I know where you get it from. Okay. That makes sense now. <laughs> yeah. Um, and also, uh, you know, you have the fighting and then, you know, like, you see Dooku kind of right. staring, and then you see the blade of a purple lightsaber, and mm-hmm. uh, uh, Sam Jackson is there as uh, Windu, mm-hmm. and you have all of these, you know, like Jedi with like the lightsabers, just, yeah. and they're fighting the droids, you know, and then like when, and this is when Django dies uh, by the hands of Mace Windu, who mm. beheads him. Right. Do you think that was well done? Yes, I do. If I think, yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, but I, I, you know, I'm trying to think, because I keep thinking of the, like, the whole, the sequence itself leading up to it. But yes, I... I do, yes. It was, um, I, I'll just say yes, because I, I don't even know how to really explain how I'm feeling yeah. about it. But yes, I thought it was well done, yes. Um, there seems to be a lot of beheadings happening in this series. <laughs> um, there's, so during the battle, though, I was, um, it was, uh, I was cool, because I wanted to go back to it real quick. I, um, I kind of did like the uh, funny sequence of um, R2-D2 and C-3PO. Yes, so, um, you know, the head part i was like that's just so weird i don't know what's going on with that but yeah. i think they just added that just to add some humor to it because they're funny characters you know so they can't be taken seriously um and r2d2 i don't i think i actually didn't realize he's kind of a he's kind of a badass yeah you know what i mean he's kind of a he's kind of a badass so he's uh which is kind of cool so especially you know he's yeah even <laughs> so that's yeah that's all i have to say about that but um until episode three but um no, I th- yeah, I thought it was well done. It's the um, that whole battle scene was actually kind of cool. So yeah, and the uh, factory sequence. Experience. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then you see Yoda coming in with the clone yes, army. With the clone army, yes. And Yoda has this has this knack to enter, and he, you just know he's gonna kick ass. Yeah, you know what I mean? He just enters and, you know, it's like, oh, crap. All right. Go ahead, Yoda. Do your thing, man. Yeah. (laughs) And, you know, like, this is the start of the Clone Wars. Mm -hmm. Uh, And the events that we hadn't talked about in A New Hope. But seeing that, I think that it was really well done. And, Mm -hmm. you know, like. In a sense, you kind of had to use kind of all this like CGI, CGI with all yeah. of these like mechanical joints and mm-hmm. like the ships and land vehicles. Right. Uh, one minor thing that I felt could have been done better was, you know, like I understand using uh, CGI 
on Kamino with the clones cool. when the helmets are off, mm-hmm. but when the helmets are on, there's. I wish that they could have put guys in suits. Astro people, yeah. Because mm-hmm. it kind of looks like a video game cutscene at times. Yes. Uh, yes. That's, yeah, that's like I said, some of my problems with CGI too. It's, you, you, and then you know, obviously you know it is CGI, but some of it just looks so fake it can take away from a scene sometimes. Yeah. But I know what you mean. But you know, think of it back then, they probably would have used, they did use different actors, um, you know, for the episodes well now episode four through six but yeah the original episodes so they did actually use different actors so maybe it's a money thing you know saving maybe. money time but i you know i imagine there would probably be plenty of non-paid actors who would do that you know yeah so i would have you know you don't even have to really go searching but maybe i don't know maybe it made things easier beats me but yeah i know what you mean there they could have just had people in suits it would have been very would have been fine the um and so then so they all won they saved the day, yada yada um, and and then his uh, during the battle between him and with with Dooku, Anakin, and Obi Wan. Yeah, no, I I feel like this is kind of where that tension between Anakin and Obi Wan gets resolved mm-hmm. because uh, Obi Wan realizes you no know, like how much of an arrogant master that he's kind of been Been. to Anakin. And I think Anakin tells him his secret for Padme. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, like, Obi-Wan kind of has a choice between Council and uh, essentially protecting the... uh, good friends and like even brother that he's known and he chooses his friendship for Anakin and like seeing them uh, fight together you know like they start to become like equals equals yeah Mm -hmm. and in the uh, Star Wars tradition someone has to lose a hand that's true Uh, (laughs) and uh, Anakin (laughs) loses his hand um and they're both knocked out, and then this is one of the best uh, battles in the movie: Count Dooku versus Yoda. Yoda, that's another bad scene. He's Yoda. You know, when he comes in, he's like, "It's all over now." <laughs> it's like, yeah, no, I'd like seen Yoda using that uh, force, force lightning and. Mm. His uh, fighting style, where he's like jumping up, like yeah. all around. Mm-hmm. That's what you know, Yoda like, does. <laughs> we watching it. It reminds me of uh, I played uh, the original Lego Star Wars episodes one through three for mm-hmm. uh, PS two, mm-hmm. and with Yoda, like I'm just like jump around, jump around. all the time. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we watching it brought me that. Uh, sense so of again. joy. Yeah, yeah. So I know it's. I like. Yeah, he's. Um, yeah. Yoda. You, you, I mean, there's no really way to describe Yoda. I mean, he's just. He's a badass too. So I mean, that's that's how it is. Because because uh, when I when he came up and I was like, oh crap, I thought Dooku was uh, dead. I was like, yep, he's gonna be gone. I don't. I know it, it's over for him, but not yet. He uh, he escaped in this one, and we'll see him again in episode three. But um. So, yeah, and also, like I said, so at the end of it, you know, when they all win and 
what is it, Anakin and Padme get, get married. married. Yes. I don't know why. I was cracking up when I saw his skeleton and it looked so fake. I don't get why. It could have been done better in my opinion. But all of a sudden, you know, he hands her the or holds her hand with his skeleton hand. And I was like, oh, man, that just looked bad. That was not a good CGI moment for me. Yeah, that uh, probably could have been improved. I mean, you know, I would have even appreciated, like, a, a, you know, a Terminator hand look, you know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> a little better, better than that. There's probably rights for that. But that just looked so, I don't know. They could have did that better, that part anyway. Just saving money, I guess, whatnot, but... But yeah, yes, so. <laughs> and also something that I never really noticed before is the connection between uh, Obi-Wan, Count Dooku, and Yoda, where Count Dooku was Yoda's apprentice who turned to the dark side. Uh, Quagon was Count Dooku's apprentice, if I remember correctly. Wait, no. Uh... Okay, so... <laughs> he lost me. Hold on. Quagon. Okay, Count Dooku. Yeah, so... Wait, so he was Yoda's apprentice? Yes. Okay. And, um... Quagon... Well, well uh, Obi-Wan no. was Quagon's apprentice. Yeah, so, like, you kind of get this connection, you know, of Jai mm-hmm. turning to the dark, dark side. side. And that, right. trust me, that's going to be... I see what you're saying. Yes. Okay. I get what you're saying. Uh, yeah. Uh, okay. So, yes. uh, what time we at? Well, yeah. No, yeah. I guess we're close to that hour. So, we've been talking about it. <laughs> I didn't think I've ever, I would talk about Star Wars for a whole hour, but this one, yes. But so, yes. So, I guess we have to cut this one short. We have, because uh, we have to talk about episode three in our next episode. But no, uh, but my overall opinion, like I said, still three out of five stars. <laughs> I did like this one better than episode one couple of things with the storyline could have been different, but uh, the battle scenes made up for it. Yeah. And the music was cool, too. Definitely. And to uh, end, I'm going to pull out my Count Dooku impression. Oh, good. Yes. Uh, Most... Wait. (laughs) Sorry, that was an ad man. (laughs) Master Kenobi, you disappoint me. Yoda holds you in such high esteem. Surely you can do. You could do better. And I imagine um, uh, Obi Wan would say something like, "I have done better." <laughs> something <laughs> stupid like that. Uh, that was not a good impression. Okay. But he sounds very. But there's some because you know he's so good and pure. So that's how they talk. But nope. anyway. Uh, so I am uh, Tommy Taylor, aka. DJ Tomcat. I am Morgan Gore, aka DJ Mogo, and this has been Movie Mayhem. And thank you for listening again. So tune into our next episode. We'll talk about episode three. Yes. Thank you. you. Thank you. See you guys later. See you. <laughs>